Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Sometimes golf is a pain in the butt. You hit your ball in the trees and then you live out the park. But if you've got a little time, then come and spend it with us. Cause now you're listening to the Rough Cut. Hello, 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 and welcome down to yet another episode of the As Of Yet award-winning Rough Cut Golf Podcast. And we are live, coming at you hot and fresh from the sandy, sunny shores of California. And it is not the usual lineup today. We have myself, we have Mick. But sitting in the middle of us, like a rose between two thorns, is a man who revolutionized the club fitting game. People look to him for advice, knowledge, expertise on everything to do with golf clubs and also how to dress appropriately because he is a style icon. Today we are joined by Trotty Golf and hopefully that is a good enough intro for a legend within the game. That is quite the intro, boys. That is, it, it's incredible. However, I wonder if your microphone sounds good enough for the rest to actually use what you just did. No? I, I think it sounds mint. Sounds absolutely fine, yeah. Okay, as long as you're happy. Mate, happy. it's those horrendous headphones that you've got in that you're absolutely obsessed with, but no one else likes. Do you know why they're really good? It's because I have, um, like, perpetual hearing damage from years of playing in very loud bands. I see. And these cut out the minor bit of air between normal headphones and ear hole. Sure headphones, right? Sure headphones are oh, big. Yeah. Aren't they big music headphones? These are the these are the boys. <laughs> these are the boys. Have you got your phone on while I've recording just a podcast? It off and you've got you've got dodgy so, headphones in, but we're ready to rock. You oh know what? God. Just just take take it's back a nightmare. everything I've just said about it. <laughs> well, I had to bring it back to normality. It was such a tremendous uh, intro that I had to just get it back to to reality here. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, this is a uh, an in- if you if you are listening for the first time, we kind of portray we have a, we have a veneer of professionalism but that goes out the window exceptionally quickly and also because mr trot has brought what is yeah. this he's brought with you yeah, what have you brought latitude 33 blood orange boys blood orange ipas very nice beer 
0.0% of course because you would never ever catch us drinking on the job we are the train drivers of the podcast world so we like to drink before the job though (laughs) again i don't think we're train drivers are allowed to do that like (laughs) i only say that because at 8 30 when we were watching the arsenal liverpool game i did have a hazy IPA before we went out to film. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Great effort. Eight thirty this morning. You on the hazy? It's great. <laughs> it's four thirty in the UK. So sure. Yeah, I guess that that's works. My, that's that works. Honestly, it was horrendous. Like, so we got right. A bit of backstory. We're in California next week. We're at the Good Good event. Me and Trotty are a partnership there. We are going to be ripping the desert a new one and taking on all and sundry of the great and the good and the golf YouTube world. But before that, in California, getting some fitting done with Trotty, which we'll get into in a minute, filming some videos, a bit hairy in my mouth, and trying to get fit. So I've been going on a run with Mick in the morning and also playing producer today. Want to say hello, Sam? Hello. Oh, wow. Do you you can't see him. Really just but his gruff, sunburned tones are over there somewhere. Uh, and Sam is currently training for a ultra marathon, which is like... It's like it, a marathon, but ultra. Yeah. It's just it's like really cool. long. Yeah, it's just like an extra level. So you've got those psychopaths who run marathons, and yeah. then you've got like the elite level of psychopaths yeah. who do the ultra marathons. That's Sam. Okay. I mean, yeah. it's not that much more than a normal marathon. How much? What's the actual distance? 31 miles instead of 26. Still a long way. It's still a long way. But I, the, the reason that people do <laughs> that race is so that they can tell people they've run an ultra marathon. <laughs> right, okay. You don't have to explain that it was only I, a little bit longer it, than it, a real one. It's also one. in the Lake District, by the way. Just yeah. The elevation. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. not good. I must admit, it's going to be a tough one. I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed. I actually thought that being an ultra marathon was going to be about like 60 odd miles. Oh, I feel, it's, I feel it's quite 50k. You can do 100k ones, but I'm warming up to it. I, I do feel a bit let down, Troy. Well, what was the percentage? And we have a percentage at dinner last night saying that there's hardly anyone. Yeah, that, there's my message like, was coming out. There is a specific percentage of people who have completed a marathon. Is low. I think it's under one percent. Oh, that's what it. Well, yeah, that's yeah. what was getting thrown around. Yeah, but and yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Mick came up with the. Oh, I did that before about a twelve-hour shift at the office. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> that I did, did happen. Yeah, I did. I did once run a marathon before work, which is you know, when you're severely depressed, that's what you have to do to make the time pass. I don't, I don't know if you're being serious. Or you were just trying like David Brent it. Like you were just like <laughs> 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 just throwing in all these stories at dinner, which didn't make any sense. Uh, no, uh, that did happen. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a crazy person. That's why we've been making you go out and run. Well, yeah. I want to add to that how disappointed I am at you making him go out and run because the poor bloke couldn't move after four holes the other day when oh. we were playing golf. I was, he was on the on. floor getting stretched out. I thought, oh, this ain't good. It was it's horrendous. Not. It was so bad. Yeah, to, um, <laughs> yeah so uh, I don't know what we're talking about. We're talking about going running this morning, you're having yeah. a pint, breakfast burrito, running back. But oh, we doing... forgot to tell you about the burritos. We had burritos. Yeah, we had burritos as well. Yeah, um, Good, you should in this town. This is a great mm, burrito town. Yeah, breakfast. Oh, bre- if you've never had a breakfast burrito before, please do. Hot sauce all over it. And we've been running the last three days. And on the first day, I'd run the evening. We'd run in the morning. Um, and that was the, when we went to the kingdom. So tailor-made, ultra high-spec, beautiful, exclusive fitting center here in Carlsbad to get a fitting with Trotty on when's this coming out this is coming out on Tuesday like it normally comes out when's the video coming out oh good a question I don't know um, who's got a sauna open okay we had an exclusive fitting at um, at TaylorMade with Troy I might be able to tell you um, so we won't tell you what it was just yet but <laughs> 
I was uh, I wasn't striking it perhaps as well as I have in the past. Let's put it that way. I've done this a lot though, so I'll, I'll give you some leeway. And I've seen you hit it before, but yeah, you turned up and you were you were jet lagged. It was obvious. You'd just done a long it flight. Was obvious. It was obvious you'd just done a long flight. <laughs> First shot was great, though, because you called it and then you flushed it. I, I was... Should have gone home at that point. Yeah, you should have. The first <laughs> shot was fantastic. I was trash. It's it coming out so on the bad. 14th. Okay. That, so that, built, that built my is bag it, episode. It's coming out on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Oh, oh. we're going to be spending Valentine's <laughs> Day together. <laughs> oh, what a dream. That's cute. Um, so, yeah, we're trying to fit in that. I was terrible. I take Chris Trot on a date. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's the your title. title. There's your title. <laughs> the thumbnail is you smooching. Honestly, I mean, it was it was a little bit embarrassing with Troy, but yeah, we, we know each other. so It, was, it wasn't it, at all. It was you lessened it a little fine. bit. But then I also had a ball fitting where literally half the R&D department came out of the tailor-made HQ yeah. to do this ball fitting. Yeah. And I would not stop fatting it. Oh, God, it was like one or two. You can be like, oh, he's, yeah, that's, you know, that's, that can happen to anyone. By about the ninth fat, I was starting to think something's really going wrong here. This is, I, I almost stopped and said, can we have five can we have five minutes because <laughs> he's not found the middle of the club face for about 45 it's embarrassing it was bad and the problem is like the problem um at the kingdom it's a grass driving range mm. which is a novelty at the moment yeah I've, I've just been hitting balls off a mat for like the last two months but it has rain like let, let's just we've got to be fair as well here it has rained torrentially here which it never does the place doesn't drain that great and then at the end of the day it's not easy to hit balls there and yeah, it's not the easiest place to hit balls. Southern California, this time of year, is not the easiest place to hit balls. Okay. To be fair. It was wet. Yeah, but uh, yeah, okay. You then add what? in the travel and all that. It's just not easy, so I get it. I'm going to take it, but yeah, it was trash. It was horrendous. It was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. But do you know what? It it was made better by the fact that they were going through, they had you hit pitch and wedge, and then you hit seven and five and you couldn't find the face at all it was all it was horrible and then they said oh can we just have a couple of drivers and i know how much you've been vibing with that driver and you flush the first one straight out the middle and all three of the guys from the team all looked at each other and went we're in trouble it was there were gasps <laughs> in trouble in a good way in trouble in a good way they're like apparently they were like i i believe the lead guy said wow Wow. Yeah. That was high praise. And they looked at each other like, wow. Yeah. Well, after they'd seen the irons and then the D comes out. <laughs> yeah. and just... They were like, oh my God. He can How play. can someone he be can this play. good and this bad at once? <laughs> yeah. It was It was like, <laughs> they were looking at each other like, well, we've obviously got here a 22 handicapper masquerading as a pro. And then when I started hitting driver, they were like, wow. Now we have a pro masquerading as a 22 handicapper. Yeah. They were so confused. The ultimate sandbagger. Mm, I was absolutely ripping that driver, to be fair. Yeah. Um, you are impressive with the driver. I will vouch for that. You do you. hit driver well. Thank you very much. And you know what? Coming from you, that is a compliment. No, you do hit driver well. We, we probably should um, explain a little bit about Mr. Trot if you're not familiar uh, with his work. <laughs> the title did it, I felt. The title got the, the opening got it done. Okay. Well, just to hear it. 
That's your entire story. Yeah, There's that's it else right to tell. there. We're done now. There's nothing else to tell. His bio. Uh, just to give a little bit more context, uh, Christopher, do you want to um, explain a little bit about your past work? Uh, yeah. What you do, what you tell did. Us, tell us about your earliest memory. <laughs> <laughs> so, where, uh, where, where are you from? Where did you grow up? And how did you get into Well, we can start that for sure. Yeah. Because you boys had me down as... Uh, yeah. You could, you could be from anywhere. Yeah, you had me down as Birmingham, England. So we'll start from that. Technically, I do down as Wolverhampton. To be fair, if you just because yeah. because I, I know you through Piers and Andy, you I, had me down as Wolverhampton. Yeah, I just had you down from the Midlands. Yeah. <laughs> so what I'm going to say to you, my grandparents are from Wolverhampton. So I can half a bit of me was impressed with a bit of me was impressed with this, and a bit of me was like, this is shocking. So yeah, you had me down as Wolverhampton, but I'm from the Wirral. So I grew up in Hoylake. Um, or just south of Hoylake, but Hoylake was the golf course eventually that I grew up in on the Wirral, where the Open was, fantastic. Um, good player back then, to be fair. Wanted to play, went and did my PGA, and then moved to the Belfry. So that's why you get in the Birmingham twang. So at like oh, 18, okay. I went to the Belfry. So I was kind of like, fair enough. And then you did me on the uh, how he's an Englishman speaking American and goes up in tone. Yeah. At the end. Asking the question. And the vocal <laughs> the vocal fry starts to come out. But then I, I was sort of like, fair dues, like low-lying fruit. All right, I'll give you that. But and I was like, I like these boys. You, you haven't actually, um, you haven't done that though. No, because I'm in the presence of you guys now, so but I'm all, trying to figure it out. I think also, if, if, there, was ever, if there was ever going to be someone who can retain an accent, who's like got a hardened accent, having a combination of Scouse and Brummy. <laughs> yeah, it's a good yeah. one. That's a real mission now, that, isn't it? That is like an... Im- <laughs> you can't penetrate that shield. If it, The only thing that could make that more impenetrable is if you had like a Glaswegian relative yeah, as well. True. Yeah, then yeah. you'd be true. You'd be, you'd be a legend. Yeah. Then. yeah. <laughs> then spend, you walk into any pub in the world and get bought a pint. Spend a solid three years in like the valleys in Wales as well. Oh, oh yeah, God. Well, I've got one of my best mates is Welsh, so like that. I've got. I've kind of got that. I you can, can pick it, it up. I can definitely put a good accent on. Yeah. So do six, an accent now. I'm kidding. Don't. I I, I can see. So. <laughs> he did it. So yeah, the situation would be from the Belfry. It's all very serious, you see. There it goes to the Belfry. I meet this boy from Wales, and then we go up and do our PGA, but it becomes very competitive, you see. <laughs> <laughs> I could good. keep going on, yeah. but I won't. It's excellent. Um, anyway, at the Belfry, at like late teens, early 20s, life kind of, there was a lot of us there. A lot of trainees went in at the same time, and it did become very competitive. So I went there as... Back on the old handicap system, for those that remember, I'd have been like a plus one. I was entered into big tournaments in the UK at the time, played loads of stuff as a junior. Nick Doherty was sort of like that era with him. Zane Scotland, good player, good lads. And uh, basically decided I'm going to get my PGA. My old man kind of put it on. Look, you need to you need to get something to fall back on. It was one of those conversations because I'm just like, I want to play on tour. It's all going to be good. Um, so went and did this training at the Belfry, as you guys know about. You do three years, four years, whatever it is. Played well in the region, had a nice time. Um, and in the third year, the Belfry opened up a driving range. It was a million pound driving range. And TaylorMade came in and put in a fitting set, a fitting room. Callaway had a fitting room. Titleist and Ping shared a fitting room. And uh, we became the number one green grass account in the UK for sales, all through selling through like an Achiever launch monitor. And this is all relevant because one day a guy comes in, Northern, I- Northern Irish bloke, and it's late. Wait, hold on. I've got an accent. Was his surname Was his surname McElroy? No, no just before him. I played in a tournament with him when he was a kid. So he was a bit behind me in age and played in a tournament with him. 
actually think uh, he finished middle of the pack as well in like some mini tour event. But yeah, he's not all that. You smoked him. I wouldn't say smoked him, but he finished behind me in that one. The rest is that's the only time that's a framed problem. on the wall. He, he was about eleven. Yeah, <laughs> he's about eleven. Anyway, we go on. This fella comes in and uh, I meet this guy. Fit him for his driver. Long story short. So how did you how did you learn how to do all that stuff? Just because you had your PGA qualification, because you'd been playing for a while, you no, kind of just knew. No, I was still a trainee. I was a good player. I really liked equipment. Um, and being at the Belfry. As what used to happen back then is we would have people turn up from, say, TaylorMade, and then they'd educate you on the product. It happens now. A bit like you've gone to do the golf ball testing yeah, yeah, yeah. and you've had the R&D guys there. If you're into golf, you ask them questions. And then, you know, in your PGA training, you get basic fitting knowledge. But launch monitors have literally just come out. Exactly. So you're a bit like, okay, mate, uh, what does this mean? Talk to us about launch. Talk to us about spin. Talk to us about what we're going to do here. And you start to learn then about the launch monitor. You start to learn about what's going on. Then just working with amateurs. Then obviously having the pattern that I can sell. And uh, we go on to be number one sales channel in the UK for TaylorMade. Guy comes, turns up. I fit him into his driver. At the end of the fitting, he says to me, eh, how do you fancy uh, traveling the world? Like this to me, Northern Irish. That's God, your accent's You're getting just worse. a man of a thousand <laughs> voices. <laughs> and uh, is, this, is this like an audition for you? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He hopes to get cast in somewhere. Yeah. And uh, it's funny because you boys will know Robert Rock, right? So Rocky, I'm mates with him. I've been out with someone who knew him the night before and it was, it was a whole connection there through playing and I talked to Rob a lot about clubs and swings and stuff and I'm like, I say to this guy, like, what do you mean? And he's like, uh, yeah, do you fancy traveling the world? And I was like, where are we going with this? And he's like, uh, I've come to offer you a job. I've not come for a club fitting. I've come to see you. And oh, I fit he dropped his accent and everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he hadn't said that yet. Yeah, he, so I fit him for his exact driver. 9.5, 580, back when we had TaylorMade 580s. Graphaloid Pro, Graphaloid Pro Light Red, tipped an inch, mm -hmm. 335S he was. Nice. Golf Pride Tour Velvet Grip. Yeah, I can remember. That's the weird thing about this gig. I can what the hell is it? I, oh, I, you I can, actually, remember, I can you know, remember anything. You actually could be speaking another language. You know what he is? Uh, he's like Ollivander. He remembers every wand he's ever sold. You know what? Oh my God. The wand chooses the wizard, Mr. Oh, Potter. Oh my <laughs> God. I can tell you pretty much every club I've fit down to like an eighth of an inch. It's just crazy. That is The wild. successful ones for sure. And someone say an eighth of an inch really matters. Sixteenth yeah. matters if that's with these boys. The sixteenth of an inch matters with these lads. Let me tell mm. you. Anyway, so basically fitting for the driver, and he offers me a job there. And then I take the job. I finish the PGA from Singapore. I think I was out where I finished my PGA. End up getting finishing like third in Europe in the PGA. Left TaylorMade to go and play, and then got edges of Challenge Tour, but realised I wasn't going to make it. Mm. I mean, these guys are so good. Yeah. And the same Irish guy called me up and he says, uh, are you done? I don't know if we're swear. Pretending to be a tour pro. Basically, yeah. yeah. And uh, he says, I can't keep this job very much longer for you and we want you back. And I was like, I'm coming back. So I went back. And uh, do you know what? Since then, amazing. I mean, I did seven, eight years on the European tour. Then Europe and Asia were really getting big. I went and lived in Asia, got married, English girl. We both moved to Hong Kong. Started uh, Korea, Asian tour, then Japan, then Australia, then TaylorMade bought Adams, then moved to Texas for like five weeks, then over to California, is then on, on the PGA enough? tour. Yeah, well, no, because I ended up consumed in California, and which is great, and uh, just on the tour for TaylorMade over here, having a great time. 
and learned so much over like this is over a case of a decade and a bit mm. um worked with every player there was social media emerged good friends i think we touched on it with Piers and andy because the wolverhampton connection and uh, they were doing great with their business and they were very much like Piers was very much like you should do more social media you should do more and i didn't really want to because you're sort of you're on the tour and you're trusted by these guys so like you might be playing and you'll ask me to do something and it's not really, you know, journalists are around and you don't say anything to them and you don't talk about it on social media. And it, But I've done it for so long. And in the end, in the last few years, I was like, you know what? I might start doing the odd thing. So yeah. I did. And then you'd emerged, Rick had emerged and people were coming out and doing great at it. Um, and I just started to then talk a little more. COVID happened, it gained traction. And before you know it, I was in a situation where, you know, I'd started my own YouTube channel and it was like, right, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. I've got a very deep connection still with TaylorMade, but now I'm all in on my own stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, right, it's definitely the right way to go. I mean, we said this during the fitting and we said this when you, when Pete played with you yesterday, like you've got, you've got all the things that are required to do the the YouTube job. You've got the character and you've got the knowledge and you've got the skill set. It's just like building now. That's all you need. And and hearing that from you guys, though, and your following will know this, but to come and to see, and this is, so for me, being on the tour, and I touched on it again with you with the golf ball guy. We had a launch monitor guy come to TaylorMade 2003 and four, really early. Vector. Mm, was it Vector? It was, uh, what was it called? Oh, Achiever. Achiever? Achiever. No, that won't be it. Look at your face. That's not <laughs> he's, it. He's not liking that one. The Achiever. I'm sure it was the Go Achiever. Yeah, the, the first launch one we used was a vector, and you had to put silver dots on the golf ball. On the ball, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I remember some, that, but I think we, it well. was one after that. I'm sure it was called the Achiever. Anyway, bottom line is seeing those guys, and then you'd ask them, them questions. Then you'd get on tour, mm. and you'd be with tour players, and you'd ask them questions. Then you'd meet coaches that you respect. You'd ask them questions. Then caddies. And I'm not afraid to ask a question. And to see you guys and the way you do it, I've obviously asked all three of you quite a few questions already. Did the same with Piers and Andy. But you sort of watch it. So to hear that from you guys is where I was going is great. I mean, because this is some of the best. I know you joke about it. and I'm expecting you to take the mickey out of me now. But you are obviously one of the best at this. And to see the way you do it, it's it's brilliant. I mean, we have stuff coming out that we're going to bring out and it, on the golf course, phenomenal to watch. You know what I mean? Like, turns it on, gets it done. No, I asked you a question I think about, because I still have a bit of a connection in my mind to how I used to play. Mm -hmm. And it's not easy doing this YouTube stuff. You know, if you hit a bad shot that is not what you expect to hit, you have a fantastic reaction to it. Really good. I, I struggle with that still. It's so early for me to be playing golf doing this that I'm a bit like I'm, that's sh a shocking golf shot I, mate it's but you uh, react you react great it's a compliment oh yeah no no but, it, but it's all scripted like if <laughs> if, um, if if I wanted to well I, I could shoot I could shoot 62 every day I went out yeah but what I do is I'm like well you know I think it needs a bad shot here yeah so yeah. to humanise it we have yeah. like an algorithm right David back at home who we joke is basically part cyborg um, he has an algorithm and we work out how many bad shots it takes for the normal viewer to relate to the content. Yeah, yeah. And then we put that many in. And you know what? I'm, I'm really relatable. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes too relatable on the old bad shot. Count. Right now, I am the most relatable golfer in the world. If you'd have watched me hit shots uh, at, at the uh, Kingdom, I was 
I, I was actually beyond relatable. I actually think, and I'm making more work for myself right now because I'm going to edit this podcast. I actually think I might splice in some of the, some of the, some of the trash. <laughs> it's not going to make it's. It will literally not be any more work for you because all you need to do is pick a random shot. <laughs> any. I don't need to cycle through and find any, the bad ones. Any shot. <laughs> Anything before you hit that driver was yeah, not great. God. I was studying some of the divots afterwards when I was looking at them thinking, oh, maybe, maybe. Okay, so I'll, I'll help Pete out a little bit here. Three of those divots were me and Sam. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, um, the very well-dressed guy who was wearing Melbourne, he had like a fleecy job on, he was knocking about. Canadian yeah. fella? Potentially. Yeah, Drew. Drew, correct. Yeah, Drew, yes. definitely. He he, he's a bit of a divot mm. taker. He's, uh, he was like, bit steep, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thanks. <laughs> Digging. <laughs> oh, God. I was like, yes, I am. So those ones weren't yours, but the rest. All right. Yeah, I'll take that. There were some great ones as well. Ah, whatever. But, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, no, it is interesting, Troy, because I think with... It, you you're coming from a, you're coming to this from a very different position as well. So, like from my point of view, when I started, it was very much just coaching, and then it's evolved into something else. And obviously, I do equipment reviews, but that is more me learning as I go about equipment. Where you're coming from a position yeah. of expertise, and I think that's I think that's a great spot to be in because there's not really that many other people that are doing it. Yeah, and you know the way that you do your stuff. I don't want this. I don't want this to turn into a bit of a loving, but you know, I, th I think <laughs> we're allowed to. Yeah, no. you were giving him, giving him loads the other day for being positive, and now you're the ones who. Yeah, I know, and, and I know, and I know, it makes me feel uncomfortable about being nice and all the rest of it. Disgusting. <laughs> our, so English. In our end of year reviews, um, we obviously like we set some goals for the year, which is great, and we also like get an opportunity to you know feed back to Pete the things that we feel could have you know gone better throughout the year that we want to definitely like work on and to a man all of us were like we'd like you to be a little bit more positive towards the work that we do <laughs> the, 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 be the best typical northerner oh, Pete. Dude, it's it's so difficult like you'll spend an in a morning like putting together something that you think is unreal right <laughs> you'll go so deep on graphics will be good tracers look really nice all of the edit is fire the music's so good pete will come over and he'll watch it and high praise from pete last year he's he is getting much better but last year high praise from pete was like yeah it's <laughs> good i love that what do they want do your job exactly, exactly. i'm with you mate do your job exactly i mean it from, over there. From, <laughs> from my point, yeah. <laughs> it's true though, isn't it? Yeah. From my point of view, though, it's like with the work they do, obviously doing a great job, and it's like, yeah, it's good. But if there's something that is like exceptional, and then I'm going, you know what? That is really, really good. They know, you know, you know what I mean. They, they, that doesn't happen. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's oh wow, we're not doing very good work, are we? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, you know, I, I just want I, I want to make sure that when I do give praise, they know that it's is for real, and I'm not just like hundred percent. I'm, yeah. I'm with you, mate. You know I mean, I'm I mean? like this with my kids, and it's like you got to be the same with your kids. You said these are your kids. You know, you know it's just different <laughs> generation, isn't it? I think so, mate. I really do. Speaking of generations, do you want to talk us through? Like, I find it fascinating that the the way you do your job, you are literally like some sort of like clairvoyant wizard. 
Right. I would like to know what's different from like when you started doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to 100%. now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm not quite over the fact that you just looked at him and said, you're some kind of clairvoyant wizard. And then you nodded. <laughs> Well, listen, He's totally he, right. He is. I can tell you now the, the the fitting process on tour very different to commercial for a start. The the clubs are very different. Um, what you can do to the clubs are very different. And um, hold on, what? Yeah, I'm, I, pause that for so, one second. Right. So yeah. this this yeah. is something which we spoke about a little bit. Yeah, um, we did last week. And sorry to interrupt. Um, when you say like the clubs are very different for mm -hmm. the tour guys, yeah. I'd, I mangled this explanation a little bit last yeah. week, but do you just want to explain that a little bit more? So out of the gate, and this will be contrary to belief, they're slower for a start because they cannot be, they, and this is today. So it, I'll answer it as if it's today, and yeah. then I can answer it as if it was when I started on tour. So today for TaylorMade, the clubs on tour are going to be slower, and they're only slower because they've been double tour inspected. Because what happens is when you get Rory hitting, now he'll always hit good golf balls. He's not going to be hitting range balls. But when you get Rory hitting uh, 150 of these golf balls, the face will creep. So we test it throughout the year, we being TaylorMade. They send R&D out six times a year to test the club for the coefficient of restitution, which is the bounce, the jump off the face, the trampoline, and basically make sure that thing's nowhere near illegal. Now, when Rory won the Tour Champs last year, year before, whenever it was, he was close, real close mm. to the limit. Um, you remember an Open Championship going back. We were the one Lowry won, and uh, poor Xander Schofler gets done for an illegal driver. So he's then on the range with the Callaway reps, on a Tuesday, our major working through drivers like that's a nightmare. You're talking about then a player that and still was was in the running to win that tournament, and all of a sudden has to play a new driver on Thursday of a major championship. It's so all of the stuff on tour is for good reason, but it's also based for the tour player. Now, what else is different? Every component, every part, when you assemble it, is is weighed. Like that's the other thing. Like when you buy a golf club. There's a tolerance because we don't know, you know, you're selling to the man who's six foot five to the man who's flipping five foot four. You know what I mean? So you've got to hit the hit. Troy is tiny. I'm like, sat on a cushion. Yeah. <laughs> I've had to zoom in the camera so that he looks bigger. But you, you, you're trying to hit an average. And the other thing is, which I, I, I hate, but it is a reality. Um, amateurs miss right. They slice and they miss right. Do they really understand face angles? Do they really understand lie angles? Do they understand center of gravity locations without making yourself sound like some sort of boffin? And uh, clubs are made for those guys. So when you get a player up there who can half play and you're trying to fit them and you've got clubs that are just designed to hit it left, all of a sudden the good player hits it left. It's, it's a very weird... It's, it's one of the strange things about golf and golf equipment and players, more to the point, is that pretty much every single amateur does not want to miss right. Whereas every single pro pretty much wants to miss right. 100%. Do you wish you could hit more slices? No, it, it's more about if you miss left, a left miss misses and goes further. A left miss is horrendous to see in the air because 
you know it's going to carry on. You know it's going to go. Spin you, is less. It's coming out heated. Yeah, because yeah, of the draw. It's just going to carry on, and you, it's just never good. If so you generally, prefer the spinny right miss? If 100%. Yeah, generally if it's a spinny right miss and you you account for what is around the green and trouble, a spinny right miss is going to give you an, an opportunity to get up and down. A nice necky cut. So I'll tell you a story now with this when it comes to professionals and it comes to tour players. I think it was the Open Championship at Birkdale that uh, Harrington won. Stood on the range, and he tells the story, um, but I've been there with him in a restaurant when he tells it. Two drivers, tailor-made, almost certain. Could have been Wilson, almost certain a tailor-made, though. So check that, somebody. On the range on the Wednesday. <laughs> Thanks. Someone's going to check that I'll in the comments for sure. What kind of operation? Someone, you have all sorts people of people running. commenting, but I can talk about the tailor-made driver that Harrington There's actually nine had. people behind the camera who there were actually is. just researching everything. So, boys, that's, that's why we're out of these beers. Uh, anyway... He's hitting balls, he's hitting balls, and he's hitting on the right side of the range, down, and they put the Open Championship, as you know, they put the iron, like the, the fence down, the temporary fence. And he's got two drives, and one of them is blasting outright of the range. Outright, outright, outright. And the other one is piping it down the edge of the range. And he turns to Ronan and his caddy, and he says, well, we know which one's going in. And Rose's like, yeah, yeah, we do. And uh, Harrington telling the story, he's like, there's four people behind watching him hit. And he's like, they obviously all assume he's taking the one that's hitting it pipe down the range. But under adrenaline, under the pump, he wants to drive it. It had 17 grams of hot melt in it, which is what makes me think it was a tailor-made because we know that. And that means that you pull the center of gravity. So hot melt is a glue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I knew you know you that. Explain that to people who have yeah, no sorry, idea mate, what you're sorry, talking about. Hot melt is a glue, and this is a very Tory thing. Hot melt is a glue that you can place in the head to pull the center of gravity into position. So R7 quad comes out. So, to 2004, and you could hmm. move eight grams. It was deliberately eight because it was a 10 in the back and a two at the front at retail. But tour, you could throw an 18 in there, or you could throw a, a one. Like, ones didn't exist because they would break under a torque wrench. But on tour, if it breaks, you just get another head. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't worry about it. So basically, we were learning that moving the CG, eight grams was enough to move the CG for the consumer and the golfer to realize it. Harrington gets onto this, throws 17 grams of hot melt in the toe because he then knows that if he releases that as if he's going to draw it, but it doesn't draw, he can add speed. We all know now Harrington is obsessed with speed, but he was even back then just releasing the head. Didn't want to miss left. If he releases it, gains yardage, hits it four or five yards further. If he hits it four or five yards further, enter Mark Brody. Every shot counts. That book came out a little bit after that. But the learning and the understanding from Tor, the further you hit it, the easier the game is analytically. Now you go, Nick Flanagan won the US amateur. Great kid, Aussie guy, um, not a kid anymore. I think he won it at Oakmont. Comes out, gets in at Loch Lomond. I meet him at Loch Lomond. Young guy, I'm young at the time. Me and the Flan man, Get on straight away. The That's flan his name. Wow. The flan man. <laughs> Get on straight away. And here's this young kid, scared of missing left, throwing an 18 gram weight in his R7 quad in the front toe. And it's like, she couldn't miss it left. Mm. So, of course, immediately then me as a golfer goes and gives it a go. And I'm hitting this thing right of three fairways right. I mean, that is never going left. But to give you an idea, that is the what these tour players will go to and then working with them, you get sucked into the fact that they just hit it bomb straight and you will try all this stuff. But it's great for you as a fitter. It's great for you as a teacher. It's great for you as a player to see this. And it's almost like if I try and put it, certainly people in England will understand this. 
it's like sitting on the sidelines of a Premier League game every week and you're getting to fiddle around with the tactics or mess around with the team sheet. It, it's amazing. It's If anyone wants to do it and you can get those jobs it's, mm. and you like golf and you, you have to be good at what you do, but they're the best jobs in the How world. How many of those jobs are there in the world, though? That's yeah, not many. Yeah. 15. And, and will you just retire so someone else can have it? Or Well, obviously now I've dived into a whole new world with social media. So, I mean, my spot's pretty much been filled. I, I could get back out, no worries, if I wanted to, because it's they're hard jobs to do because mm. you've got to travel that bit. No one wants to do that bit. No, either. no. Yeah. yeah like, for me, that was a privilege, but no one wants to do that anymore. Yeah, mm. I can imagine. I can imagine the the kids have a major effect on not wanting yeah, to go everywhere yeah, all yeah. over the place. Yeah, yeah. But at the time, I was 23, 24. Mm. And I did it for 15 to 18 years. So you do the maths. It's like, it was great. It yeah. was amazing. Mm. I, I don't... And look, it delayed my start into YouTube. It delayed my start into other things in my career. But if I sit here and I'm honest with you guys, I do not regret it at all. Yeah. I had a great time. I saw... Tom Weiskopf, Tom Watson, Ian Woosnam, Sandy Lyle, Martin Keimer, Justin Rose, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, Colin Morikawa, Matthew Wolfe. You go all through it. And you're working with these players from being a kid. You didn't mention Tommy Fleetwood. <laughs> Tommy Fleetwood, I love Tommy Fleetwood. He gets an honour, he knows it. Yeah. But you're working with these people as a kid first. So you've got like the Lyles looking, not down at you, but helping you understand their views on golf equipment, then all of a sudden you're as an equal in terms of age, maybe roughly with the Keimers, and you're on this journey with them. Like we used to go go-karting with Martin Keimer every year we went to Wales to the Celtic Manor. We'd go go-karting and he'd just come out. He's, he's the same, exactly the same as us. Same age, same guy. We were like, every go-kart yet? Yeah, no worries. Go-karting, cool. Rosie, the same, like almost identical age group, maybe a year older or two in the England setup. No problem. And then all of a sudden you go on again and you meet Dustin, who's just the same dude, but American. So you yep. get to a different culture and you understand that. Mm. Obviously, I had a ton of time in Asia. So around Wirra Champ, which you guys wouldn't know, Jai D, Afi Barmrat, remember him, Kiridek, the guy with the Thai spinner, roughly a bit younger than me, but you're doing that in Thailand. So a different culture. Meet all the Aussies, all the South Africans. It's brilliant. And then you finally get to the PGA Tour and then it's like the new breed comes through. So... You've seen it all before. They no longer fear the miss left. Mm. Like Morikawa, just, there is no fear. Wolfie, there is no fear. Yeah. And these guys just nuke it. As a kid at the Kingdom, the day we were there, I told you boys about it yeah, at the time. Yeah. yeah. You, you Unbelievable. Might, when the video comes out, you might be able to hear it in the background. <laughs> but the, the thing is, guys, it takes a lot now in the golf world for me to get, like, I was sitting, you were doing an intro, you'd gone into the Kingdom, and I was just sat and just, you know, on my phone and then sitting back looking and, I was watching this ball just sail out. And then to your point, I was hearing it. And I got out of my chair. I went to go and see him. Mm. And, th and this is how great social media is. The dad is like, oh, can, can, can we get a picture with you? I looked at him and said, a picture with me? I said, are you taking the piss? I said, I want a picture with your son. I said, this he's kid's going to be unbelievable. <laughs> he's going to win the US Open in <laughs> exactly. five years' time. Joe, you know, I've got his number, though. He direct messaged me that night. And he said, I really wanted a picture. And I said, mate, you don't need a picture of me. And we, I gave him my phone number and I was like, dude, if ever you, he says, well, we'll have to play golf. I said, I am not playing golf with yeah, you. Oh, dude, you don't want that. No, I said, you are far too good. I'm never playing golf with you. I said, I will partner with you in a game of golf, whatever you want. <laughs> I said, but he said, well, do you think I could be in some video? I said, I'd be an honor to have you in a video. We'll do a fitting video. He's like, oh, next time I come down. I said, 100%. Yeah. This kid, I'm not saying anyone's a lock, but nowadays, Pete, if you can't hit it 
flipping 180 ball speed and he's cruising at 180. The game is just so different. Yeah. Like you go back to when I was doing it back in the early 2000s, there's a fella called Miles Tunnicliffe. I don't know if you guys remember him, but he hit like little butter squeezy cuts. They're going out there 265, 270. Guy won on tour three or four times, but it's like he doesn't exist anymore this no, day and age. That type of player. Done. Yeah. Scott but, Drummond winning the PGA doesn't exist anymore. By the way, Miles Tunnicliffe. Great player. Is a absolute blast from the past. That <laughs> good, player, good player, though. Yeah, he, he was, player. if you want like a definition of what uh, 90s European tour was like, Miles yeah, Tunnicliffe is, is the boy. Wow. Yeah, honestly, that is such a blast. I'll find a picture. Past. Here's a picture. But no, you're right. I mean, the, the actual, that kind of baseline of the the young next generation it, it's it's so speed orientated mm. yeah that's the first thing off the block because everybody knows now that it's such a big advantage to have that ability to smash the ball out there so that's it's amazing it's beginning it's amazing i had a message today from uh, david lynn do you boys remember david yeah, lynn, 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 lynn yeah, yeah. and uh, another yeah. player big like sometimes 40 yard fades he did mm. 40 yard fades that's like what are you doing but he Millions playing golf. Mac Boucher. <laughs> Mac Boucher. He's basically a yeah, tour yeah, version yeah, a of tour Mac. Mac Boucher. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's wild. It's amazing. And, it, you know, a privilege to have those jobs, a privilege to do it for sure. Yes, the travel is a nightmare. But Pete Cowan, very famous coach on the tour, you know, you can ask Pete any question you want. And, and yeah. it may, Seve. I mean, I even got to speak to Seve and ask him questions. Wow. Faldo. Like people that I idolized. Alathabal. And then all of a sudden you become mates with like Foley, great golf coach. You know, obviously I've worked with Tiger in his heyday, really. And now doing so much more with Tiger, the way the world's gone, you do a podcast with the guy. And again, because of my great relationship with TaylorMade, which I'm really proud of, I, I remember looking at the script for the podcast and um, it was given to me by a, a writer at TaylorMade. And I was like, I hate this. Yeah. I hate everything about this. Yeah, this doesn't and sound like any of the questions I want to ask no. you. So I went to see the the guy who literally, the VP of marketing, and I just said to him, have you seen the script for this? Obviously, he hadn't seen the script for it. He's like, obviously, he's like, no. I'm far too busy Basically, making us millions exactly. of pounds. And I just said to him, uh, he said, why, what's wrong? And I just said, it's just not, it's just not golfy. It's just not genuine. Mm. It's not yeah. who we are. Yeah. And he just, And this is how great that company is. He just looked at me and he said, you write it. Yeah, do it then. You do it. If yeah. you, he says, you're asking the questions. He says, if you, you do it and we tr you've been here forever. We trust you. Yeah, so... On, that was amazing. On, on the, uh, I'm, I'm glad you took us there because I, I've been itching to ask you these questions. You have obviously fitted and, you know, advised on equipment some of the best players of... I mean, the best player of all time in Tiger Woods. Yeah. Tell the, us... Tell us some stories. So the Tiger situation with me in the fitting, I, I want to lay this down because it's important that you do. I'm not going to stand here and tell you that I've worked with Tiger intensely. Not at all. Yeah. There's an engineer at TaylorMade called Paul Demkowski. Great lad. Um, yeah, we actually fist bumped, I think, when we were at reception with you boys the other day. He was integral in Tiger's irons. And uh, as he rightly should be, I mean, far more qualified than me to work on golf clubs. He was integral in Tiger's irons. Then Keith Sabarbro, that was my boss at the time, he's been integral with Woods on Tiger. The only real interactions I had with him on equipment was around putters, believe it or not, oh, when really? the Ardmore went in. So basically, Taylor, I'd been on tour forever, big early adopter on launch monitors, and uh, decided that 
towards the end, as the we, I think we went through a recession, maybe people got let go, and the Potter role came open on the PGA Tour, and I said, well, rather than we fill it because a head count, I would, I don't mind having a season or two doing that. I fancy yeah. that. I'll take that on as well. Difficult, yeah. difficult job because let's, how do I word this? Maybe you say it. Taylor May Potters, maybe in the marketplace, you say what you think there, and I'll just nod. I mean. They're, they're right. Okay, good. So, you know, you're going out and you're hustling. You're hustling. <laughs> it's so diplomatic. Yeah. <laughs> you get what I mean, but, but, though. No, it's a tough job, mate. Yeah, I, I mean, it has to be said that, like, for your average consumer, tailor-made putters are... They're, they're fine. Like, they're yeah, absolutely they're fine. Every, every company makes a really good putter. As long as they don't have four degrees of loft. Correct. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to add to that. TaylorMade has a, one of the marketing things over the last couple of decades have been their uh, number one performance brand in golf. What I will say about TaylorMade putters, to be fair, because they got the spider when I was doing it to be number one model on tour. Mm. That spider, for the amateur, phenomenal. The Jason yeah. Day spider. Yes. Yeah. But Which they've brought back out again. So, yeah, yeah. so what does that tell you about that? But yeah. that was also a bit of a, that was a bit of a, a moment as far as like, we're around the spider. It's because Taylor Bay Putters kind of as Troy was alluding, alluding to there. If you were a tour pro, you didn't really use a Taylor Bay Putter mm. because generally Scott nobody Cameron. else, and, but nobody else was using one. Right. So you don't want to be the only guy using it. Honestly, it's so unlike, Troy's been out on tour a lot longer than me, but it's amazing how quickly, if somebody is using, say, a training aid on on tour, 100%. and they have a half-decent week, mm. that training aid is across the range 100%. the next month we so quickly. We talked today with yeah. a guy who's got that jailbird putter from last year, the Odyssey one. Yeah, that's honestly, it, it just goes around. Two players... Uh, uh, Ricky Fowler had a yeah. great year yeah. with it and Wyndham Clark won so, with it so and we that could, was it. We Everyone's got it, it in the bag. First off, it was answer. Then it was answer two. Then it was Odyssey two ball. Yeah. Paul Laurie, Odyssey to set the whole world alight. Yeah. Track man. Everyone went nuts yeah, on yeah. tour. For, foresight, the quad. Everyone went well, nuts for that. Well, that's then. the thing now everyone's got uh, tra- literally at the range, the amount of people who had track man and quad because everyone else has track man and quad because mm. they think that one is superior for golf ball the other one is superior for club and now loads of the full swings are kicking around as well like there's a lot yeah, of different launch of monitors than ever but the bottom line is to your point where pete's going with this a tour player back in the 2000s or when i got on this gig to be fair the guy before me had laid a good foundation and he'd really fought the fight blades 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 like mike weir era winning the masters blade tiger what winning a, masters blade and then basically these mallets come out and then there's the emergence of the two ball. The spider gets on the back of that. And before you know it, Jason Day comes out and he's all in on this thing and he's your flagship guy. Then DJ carries the torch. Then Ram carries the torch. And the statistics, which is where my job at TaylorMade ended up going, which is why I'm so deep now in statistics and changing golf clubs around your stats. Basically, Dustin from something like nine feet and in would hold, which for a tour player is huge, something like 0.2 of a shot or 0.5 of a shot less over the tournament with a spider. You can't sleep on that at that level because that's millions of dollars. That's that's lots of shots. Well, now obviously the game's changed with Liv, which we could talk about that in a whole nother podcast. But back then, pre-Liv, you didn't sleep on that, which is why spider was a tricky sell. But to Pete's point... Once people got on the train, mm. it just went stupid. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's like as soon as as soon as somebody does something, anything, like whether it's equipment or whether it's a training aid, new whether technique, it's new. Whether a coach, 
Yeah, I, 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 know, it, I see. Yeah. I it see has a, that snowball. Effect. I see a kind of like explosion of people chipping cross-handed because Fitzpatrick yeah. had success doing it. You're yeah. like, it, it doesn't take a lot. It just takes one person to be that needle mover, and then everyone else starts to follow because they want a slice of that success. And it is something that helps golf continue to improve. You know, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a secret why distance is so much of a thing now is because people like Tiger and then people who followed after him in this new athletic mode. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Have become more successful. Yeah. And Brody proved it. And Brody proved it, yeah. Yeah. So so your 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 tiger connection is putter based. What did you help with? What did you do? So uh I remember he had a Scotty Cameron came on the Scotty Cameron. The. Yeah, came on the truck and we were somewhere weird, like uh, not weird, Jesus, that sounds terrible, but we were somewhere that you wouldn't expect him to be. Like a Detroit, I think. We were just talking <laughs> about, we were Detroit. about Detroit. Just yeah, we, we was it was like a By the way, big on my Detroit massive. <laughs> um Chris Trott thinks Detroit's weird. (laughs) It was a tournament that you wouldn't expect him to play, just to clarify. And I had a great time and I loved the city. (laughs) Detroit, I I love Detroit. I will apologise on Chris's behalf. (laughs) I'm just saying that it was a tournament that you wouldn't expect him at. It wasn't Detroit either. It was somewhere, it might have been somewhere like Charlotte. I can't remember. Oh, so you hate Charlotte. Exactly. I'm just going to quit wherever it was. (laughs) Um, Anyway, the guy turns up and... uh, he basically decides that he's got, I learned he's got all these different putting greens at his property with different grasses on them. And one of the greens, he doesn't like the way his Cameron rolls on it, but he's intrigued by the insert. And uh, he only wanted the hardest insert we made because he knew that the hardest insert that Taylor made made was the quickest ball speed. And he was, it was pace that was getting him. So if you use the stainless steel or uh, aluminium, which I'm doing for you boys. Aluminum. Correct. If you use that insert, stainless steel was one beyond that. So it was the aluminum, aluminium. God. I know. So So American. Say awesome again. Yeah, awesome. (laughs) (laughs) He realized that the speed, the the roll was the most efficient on that. He figured all that out himself, which is absolutely true. No launch one, no nothing. No, which is absolutely true. It is the most efficient one. And uh, he wanted to get into that. Then he wanted a slightly different CG. So obviously I'm tasked, I'm given this Cameron, which you, you, obviously take a million pictures of and then we I took I measured it thinking that the guys would want to build something back home but they're like no it just we'll just scan it like CAD scan it. We'll, we'll get it and so I was like oh right yeah sorry guys yeah whatever you're <laughs> sorry you're smarter than I am yeah I was just yeah. trying to do the best I could yeah, yeah. do it felt like Pete giving the appraisal <laughs> saying <laughs> yeah, exactly. for reference <laughs> I literally did I had uh, I had everything out was one of those set like rulers set and yeah <laughs> and the, bo- the boys were like why are you sending us these pictures what are you doing you're sending it on eBay <laughs> 
<laughs> and I was like, I thought you'd want it. And they were like, no, you dick. <laughs> you don't want that. Anyway, they're all on my phone or they're in, in a hard drive now. And uh, the sweet spot, and I obviously am marvelling over it. And I'd actually had it in my hands before, a Ryder Cup, which is another story. But here I am 20 years later holding this putter and he wanted it bent. He wanted the lie angle changed. Ooh. Exactly. That wow. is rough. It is not a good feeling. How can you possibly get the lie angle right when you're shaking? <laughs> but it, I'm not worried so about true. shaking. What I'm worried about is how old it is. Sweating and onto if it. it. What happens mm. if it if it goes? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, what could, I'm worried you about. You could get quite snappy. Yeah, because uh, I knew a story from a friend of mine who used to work a lot with Faldo, and he had that TPA 18, and he had to bend that. Mm. And he told me years after that he never actually bent it. He put it in the vice, and he just, like, held it. Nick Nick was there, Sir Nick, and he, he sort of, like, and, but he didn't move it. Because, mm. obviously, that that's a stainless steel putter. Yeah, cast, yeah, yeah. pretty much. I, I'm not, I'm holding Tigers. I know it's going to move. But the worry is with that, it's going to be like jelly. It's going to move easy. Yeah. So I took the, uh, some of the guys on tour, they'll bend with their hands when they get it in the machine and others will, there's a device to bend it. I took the device and I, and I put it on and I bent it and I moved it just half a degree, which was all he wanted. But, and he wasn't, he wasn't there to do it. He never comes on the truck. It was like, I had to run it back out to him. And he's mm. like, yeah, yeah, he does it. Yeah, yeah, good. Does it all by eye. He's like, yeah, that's good. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Off you go. Survived. Yeah. And th so then I got to work on these TP Ardmores was the name of the potter. Yeah, yeah. And then it was like out, in, out, in. And uh, he went away with it. And I remember seeing him again, not a huge amount of time later. And this potter looked battered. But I can accept maybe the odd chip if it's got knocked. But the insert, I reckon he'd hit in that short period of time I reckon he'd been putting literally since he left non, me. Non-stop. I honestly think so. Because I've seen Just these putters slept. a lot, yeah. and that stainless steel or, or aluminum, whatever it was, they don't mark up that easy. And it had a wear mark in it. And he'd only been gone like two and a half, three weeks. Wow. Like, oh my he must God. have just putted considerable amounts. He's putting it through the ring. Yeah, that's... Yeah, wild. And I remember Taylor, he used uh, he used the blackout ping. Remember the skinny ping grip mm -hmm. he used to use on the yeah. lambkin. Oh, now. Yeah, love it. And I remember uh, the lads had to go to like the PGA Tour Superstore, and then they went up to Orange County down the road here. And literally, TaylorMade had about eighteen of these grips in within a day because you can't get them; they're hard to get. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And there was eighteen of them in TaylorMade for like the next day. And he had about another. So when I got back and obviously I showed the pictures and we, we took the spec of what we built, the weight of everything, and then we were sending these putters out, but he stuck with that original one. And, uh, yeah, it went, it went from there. And he played with it and did well with it. He nearly won with it. And uh, obviously then sadly went back to the Cameron. But mm. it was good. And then, uh, and then after that, I got to do the podcast with him. Or before that, I did the podcast with him, which was great. And I remember asking him a question at the end because he has his own wedge that TaylorMade helped design that with his guy who does his wedges. And uh, I don't know if you've ever used that TW wedge, but there's a huge, they call it a ski at the front. So most wedges have like a camber and a bounce. He has this additional ski because it's like the tip of a ski. And it's almost 23 degrees of bounce. I don't know if you've ever chipped with that on the leading ski. I think we've got, I think we've got TWs mm. in the office. Have you ever used we? it? Yeah, they're I pretty tricky. I think tricky. I have. I, but... I had, I, we have like a kind of pretty loose borrowing policy in the office and I've I've played a couple of rounds with them they're really really loose, hard yeah. loose borrowing what does that sound like to you <laughs> sounds very northern I'll tell, tell, tell you what most of my bag I don't own <laughs> loose borrowing I like wow, it okay. 
But um, I'd been playing around with this wedge and I hadn't been having a lot of success with it. And I, I remember we'd just finished and he had a guy who I think was connected to Augusta that worked for him, sat much like we've got producer sat there and uh, he's behind it and he, uh, as if he's where Sam is and he just gives it the old, uh, he gives it the old um, to me. Oh, nice. And Speed I'm like, that's, that's what I'll be doing too. And, yeah. I, and I'm looking over and I'm like, and I was given 30 minutes for Tiger. 30 minutes. Mm. Now, this is TaylorMade has 30 minutes. My responsibility to see this podcast lasts 29 minutes and 59 seconds. That is my responsibility. Yeah. And he does it again, this fella. And I look over and I, I looked at my watch and I had five minutes left and I just went, <laughs> to him. Threw a little five, threw at, a him. five at him, and the guy, the, oh yeah, old. You threw, you threw him the Brooks I did, and he's an old boy, like typical, like I mean, you know, country club Augusta knows what he's doing, mm. and and he didn't appreciate it, and I was just like, dude, and then it went, and then it, I went like that, and gave him four, and I was like, don't rush, mate, don't rush me, and don't rush him. Did, like, <laughs> did you did you give him the four like that, or was it? Did you add two and two? <laughs> <laughs> like which way did Smart. you do it? Yeah, a three yeah. was way better. Yeah, yeah. Two yeah. Was, and two then when he got excellent. to two, it was one of them. <laughs> yeah. But the bottom line is, is uh, I remember we finished and he goes to walk off and I said, I've got, uh, I said, Tiger, can I ask you one more question? And someone was in there for marketing. They were doing selfies with him. I was like, he hates this. So I just was just like, can I, I, I one question. I said, the TW, your wedges. I said, give me some advice on like how to use them. And he just said, well, you have to set, based on the shot you're playing, is going to dictate which part of the bounce you use. So there's three different cambers, and he didn't answer it as detailed as that, but he basically said to me, you know, if you're going to use the front, set your hands here. If you're going to use the middle, set them there. If you're going to use the back there, commit to it. And uh, he's like that. And then I, then I asked a follow-up question, and you could tell I'd gone too far because he looked at me and he just went, it's all in the hands. And his hands were like moving. Like, and he goes, it's all in the hands. Yeah. And that was as if to say, like, you've had your questions. Get out of it. You've had 29. <laughs> yeah. You've had 29, 29 minutes. 59. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. We've had enough questions. See you later, son. You should have gone. <laughs> but it's great, though, because that was obviously a few years ago. And then I went to the photo shoot in the fall here with TaylorMade in uh, autumn. The fall. The autumn. Autumn. Oh. 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 Sorry, lads. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, he was amazing with me. So we get on set and uh, he was in great form this year. And when he's in great form, it's amazing. It lifts everyone. It, it does. Yeah. It, Pete, he's amazing. And I think people must be like nervous when he's coming in. And a hundred people are nervous. A hundred percent. And then when he's in a good mood, you're like, oh, great. A hundred percent. And TaylorMade obviously has, uh, because TaylorMade, rightly so, new people come in all the time. Young, Everyone wants to live in California. You get a job and then you get invited to the photo shoot. And it's amazing to be there. And Tiger is there and he's on set and I know that I'm like used a bit as the ringmaster to get all these people fired up. Tommy is always brilliant, always great fun. We're kind of local back home. So yeah. he's always going to be like a wingman if you need him. Rory is always great. Scotty's always great. But you know, Nelly was new to the whole thing mm. this year. I don't really know Nelly. So you're like having to be like, and she was great and they, they all help. But Tiger, if he goes south, it just makes it tough. And I went up to him and I remember going up to him last year, two years ago, wearing some weird like circus act outfit and holding a cane. And he's just laughing at me because Taylor made do these jokey things. And I'm like, mate, I've got to wear it, but you're like, you drag this out. I got to look like a 
mop it even longer. You know what I mean? Is it the dunk tank thing? It was this year after that. Yeah. But yeah, so anyway, I see him at this one and I said, uh, all right, mate, how are you doing? And he looks at me and he goes, I was doing great until I saw you, Trotty. <laughs> I was like, perfect. Yeah, I'll you know what that, I mean? Exactly. Yeah, this enough. is going to be great. And that, when you get him like that, he's uh, he's fantastic. Sure and yeah, it just game changes everything, boys. Game changes everything. Yeah. He's... I, I, I hope the game gets someone else who can take it forward. I really do. And, and But, I mean, obviously this Anthony Kim thing is great news for the game. Obviously, I knew him in the heyday. Mm. Um, and that was amazing. Um, phenomenal talent. And if he comes back, it's another great story. But Tiger, I mean, it's luckily with golf and like our heroes, they keep playing and keep playing. Yeah. Hopefully he can keep playing. And if he gets one more major, brilliant. And, I mean, if he gets two, then we'll all be praying for... The record, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I think, I think. Listen, I want it to happen as much as everyone else, but nah, it's it's, yeah. it's just. You know, I just don't think. I don't think he's got it in him. No, you never. You can never write him off because of who he is, and because everyone wrote him off, and then he came back and obviously yeah, he's won another done, one. He has a, he, a history of coming back from adversity. Exactly. Yeah. In my, in my, I just want to add to that. I think um, <clears throat> you can never write him off at an Open Championship, hundred mm-hmm. percent, and. I think you can never write him off at Augusta. Augusta, yeah. yeah. It's, it's Augusta in the open. Yeah. That, that, those are the ones yeah. that he could potentially win. But, but he, these beast golf courses nowadays, yeah. tricky. Yeah, yeah, he'll struggle against the Brookses of the of the world. But if they send it to Tory Pines again, but then he'd be too old probably by the time it goes back to Tory yeah, Pines. I think so, yeah. yeah. But guys, what a great thing to see and what a great yeah. thing to watch and mm. what, a, what an athlete. Um, have there been any people who you have you know, fit or watch them hit balls uh, or and had interactions with where you weren't expecting great things and you were pleasantly surprised or you were like, wow. Uh, good question. Yes. And they'd all be names that you, the, the ones that you're pleasantly surprised all be names you haven't heard of because you'd watch them hit balls and you think I could beat him and, and he's on <laughs> tour. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so that's not even worth mentioning and it'd be disrespectful, but they don't be the only them and their mum would be the only people who know who they were. So no point in doing that. And kudos to them, by the way, because they got on tour. And then people that you watch and you're like, wow, nowadays the kids, yeah. for sure. I mean, Wolfie, when I first saw him hit balls, was phenomenal. What's that swing like in real life? Yeah, unbelievable. Weird. Unbelievable, yeah. Um, ridiculous. Like the the planes it changes in the downswing, ridiculous. Um Colin. Morikawa for just how mature he is for someone so young. Um, ridiculous. Then I go to guys like Shane Lowry, how normal he is. He looks so loose when he swings. Yeah, but just, I, could, I, I, like, I used to like watching Alathabal around chipping greens. Mm. I like watching Shane around yeah, chipping Shane, greens. Yeah. Shane's great as well because he's, he's no idea what he's doing. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> does know what he's what doing. <laughs> he's one of the boys, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, honestly, well, did it like very early in the day. We did some stuff with Golf Monthly and, and Lowry down at um, Bearwood Lakes. And he was doing some like coaching, coaching stuff. And he was saying, so like the guys from Golf Monthly were trying to get him to explain how he did things. And he was like, so, uh, you, um, you know, obviously you can shape the ball and all the rest of it. Can you, can you talk us through and, you know, talk our readers through, you know, how you... Um, yeah, I bet uh, he wouldn't know. How, how Articulate yeah, t- t- the t- thing that you've just learned us, how to do by t- feel. Tell us how you hit a draw. I said, okay, right. So, well, I aim, uh, I aim right, and uh, I, Close I draw the face a, and swing right. No, it's just like I aim right, and uh, I, I draw it back. 
Okay. Um, uh, anything else? No. Uh, no, no I just, it. I just, I just did it, did it that way. Okay. <laughs> cool. It, it starts right, ends up left. Yeah. There was a famous one with Dustin, wasn't there? When uh, he gets asked a question, he's in the trees somewhere. It looks like the south, and um, he's got fairway wood in the trees, and he's trying to teach a cut. And uh, they ask him a question. He goes, "Just make sure you, you cut it." <laughs> And that was it. <laughs> He's like, what's your best piece of advice? You want it left to right? He goes, make sure it goes right. Done. There you go. No follow-up. Yeah. He, uh, but original question, him and Rory McIlroy. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, yeah driver. Yeah. Driver. I saw a, I mean, we've spoken about this recently as well. I saw a Max Homer quote where he said, once in your life, if you get the opportunity, go and watch Rory hit driver yeah. in the flesh. Yeah, it's very high. Life-changing. Yeah. And I'll tell you the other one as well for me that, um, and you'll, I think you'll agree, biggest underachiever would be Sergio Garcia. Mm. Garcia, phenomenal. Yeah. So good. Insanely good. Insane. Pete's going to have him at open qualifying this year. Mm. Taking him down. I mean, if you do that, Pete, I'll be, I mean, I'll be stoked. Yeah, me me too. If you beat Garcia by a shot, then you get in. Simple as. Uh, Yeah. To be honest, I don't think I'm going to beat Garcia on a single hole by a shot. <laughs> Never mind over a course of 18 holes. Yeah. So, just that simple. Just beat Garcia by a shot. Yeah. So yeah. In, his, in his heyday, though, boys, I mean, uh, as far as ball striking goes, insane. Like, unbelievable. I did this thing in Qatar with him 20 golf balls, um, 20 golf shots, and he had to hit 20 drivers, and we needed the data. And uh, he turned up in trainers, and it was uh, wet on the floor because it was early. It was like 6 15, 6 30 in the morning. Sun was just coming up. He says, what do you guys need me to do? Need to hit driver. And uh, he stands there, hits his 20 balls. His foot slips on one of them and it went about six yards outside of the other 19. Insane. And then he stood there on like shot number eight. It's annoying, isn't it? Yeah, he stood there on like shot number 18 and he hit this. I hadn't moved my eye line. Everything had been through the same window, same window. He looked at me, he goes, "Uh, is this okay? And I said, yeah. He goes, do do they all need to be the same? And I said, what do you mean? He says, well, I just want to, I want to like pinch fade one. And I was like, go for it. And he, he goes, okay, cool. Ains a little left. Swagger, 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 whack. This fade he hit, I looked at the numbers. It was two degrees inside on the path, held the face, and he'd hit a push fade that started left from an open stance. Mm. And it went, I think about 10 feet, 20 feet lower on the apex than anything else. And it pitched past everything else on a fade. He'd like gone up sort of four mile an hour on ball speed. It's weird. And I was just, he's just like, oh, I just fancied giving that a go. Because I'll hit you back to the normal ones now. And I was like, all right. Cool. Imagine <laughs> having that kind of control. At like that time the, in the, the morning. They're like mm. flick it in on and off. Yeah, he I, was unbelievable. Wild. I, I don't even hit the toilet at that time in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you do hit the pavement though. Oh, very true. That's it. You hit those miles. Do you know the other thing with him and John Daly as well with golf clubs? You you don't even have to try to build them anywhere near spec. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They don't even have to be close. You just, as long as it's glued together. Because <laughs> nothing comes apart. There's a famous story in TaylorMade that the lads, I mean, it's an old story, but it's been kept quiet for years. Garcia was sent a set of clubs to Spain, um, but obviously Sergio's dad is a good golfer. So it was back in like TP R9, R9 prototype. The R, one of the irons had loads of different offsets on it. Uh, a, B and C offset, changed the amount of offset, which is how the blade sits back from the face. These sets were sent to Spain. One was sent said with an S400 
shaft and one was sent with an X1. They turn up in Spain. Uh, the guy who sends them hears nothing from Sergio. He turns up at the uh, TPC Sawgrass when it was really windy and he won that year in the wind. And he's standing there with the set for his dad. And he hasn't. He doesn't know he has his dad's set. He doesn't know the lies are wrong. He doesn't know the shafts are S-flex. He doesn't know they're a different offset. And he's just like, and the guy who sent them looks at him and goes, um, all good with the irons? He goes, yeah, brilliant, great. Wins. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, it was something like that. I might have got the wrong tournament, but wins the tournament. And obviously they hear all this in the office and they're like, you have to get him in his spec. And the guy's like, why? why? What's why? the point? Yeah. What, what's the point? I did my job. I yeah. could send him anything. Just one to, he's just one with his dad's clubs. Why, why do I need to switch him right now? Daly turns up in the desert one year and uh, he just... so ridiculous, He, by the he way. bowls up with no golf clubs. We can't get a tour truck into the Middle East. And he just turns up and he says to one of the lads, and obviously we always used to go to the Middle East with like skeleton staff because it was expensive. And, and he'd just say, uh, hey guys. And we'd be like, hey... He's like, uh, I got no clubs. Like, what do you mean? He goes, I didn't play good last week. I left him where I was at. Just build us a new set with you. And the guy is like, so we've got to get him into like the duty port tax place to get the heads, to build these eyes. And then he has them back weighted. Oh, it's just a nightmare. It took one guy off the range for like a day and a half building these clubs. And he, he just gets them. And like, they were good to be fair. But he hits one or two shots. He's like, yeah, great, man. Great. Let's go. Kenny Perry, remember him? Turning up in, in Kenny Qatar. Kenny Perry, yeah. Turning up in Qatar. A year after he nearly won the Masters, mm. he turns up in Qatar. I'd never seen him hit a ball before. Uh, and man, just these long, like heavy hit Loopy draws. draws really, heavy yeah. hit. And all the Euros were out there hitting it, hitting it, hitting it. It's just like, boom, this big country boy, just like, like a old school Lucas Glover. Lucas mm. Glover would be a close to that now, as you get. And then after that, now it's just all the college kids. They're basically like Kenny Perry's. It's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's a different game to what we play, for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It is. Very different. Yeah, because I can't do any of those things. And if no. I play with my dad's clubs, I'd be in trouble. Yeah, from your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sky it, son. Don't sky that. God. I mean, yeah, that's my, so my true. Da my dad still plays with his dad's clubs. Wow. Wow. That was like 40 years old. Yeah. Bloody hell. Made of wood. <laughs> yeah. Wood, wood. Nice. Uh, talking about games that people are unfamiliar with. Mm -hmm. Me and you are going to be going to the desert. It could be raining. You've seen that? Yeah. Which is in trouble. But that makes it good for us. Other than you didn't bring any trousers. I got waterproof. You can borrow a waterproof. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't own any waterproofs. You live in California. Yeah, you don't need to. Like we, we play well, I, well, I'm just going to get in your waterproof to you, am I? It was warm as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll have a great time. I'll in your waterproof. Yeah. I'll, just, I'll just pull you out when I need you yeah, to. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. There he is. He's a bit wet. Perform. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm worried about the weather. Other than that, I'm really excited to see the event. I mean, I've, I actually don't... I only... So the only reason I knew about this event, I played golf at Goat Hill, which I know we went to the other day, and uh, Luke Kwan was on the tee. And turns out he's joining us to play. I didn't know that. We were playing with a buddy of mine. He's like, these guys, are, I think he's in good, good. I was like, okay, cool. So we get playing, we get talking about it, tells me about the event, I text him, then obviously text you. And that's where this came from. I'm really excited to see what it is. I think they're doing yeah. a great job. Um, obviously, Grant and Micah, I've hung out quite a bit with them through TaylorMade. Yeah, yeah. New generation coming through and all this. Totally different to the tour vibe. 
I'm very keen to see if this is as big as I think it's going to be. Then well done, you know, well yeah. done. I mean, they've done, they have done some live stuff before. Obviously, this is something which is, I, I think it's a step towards something that we're going to be seeing a lot more of. You know, live golf events on YouTube by the creators is going to be something which is going to be so much more prevalent kind of going forward because it's the next logical step. You know, we've gone from a lot of people watching tour golf to a lot of people watching YouTube golf. Now can there be a way where we can watch golf YouTubers in live events? And this is the next next step. Do you think there will ever be a Ryder Cup YouTube style? Everyone has talked about it for years and years yeah. and years. And I think the reason it hasn't happened is because Team GB would batter everyone. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe. No. I, I, there doesn't seem as many now. No, no, yeah. no. I mean, I think... You might make the team. I, I, I think I would make the team, to be honest. I, I'd be there just for commentary purposes if I'm not playing. would be fitting everyone. Exactly. But I'd be putting them in bad shafts and stuff over here and then I'd yeah, sort yeah, the boys yeah. out. I think you'd be a captain's but Yeah, for sure. I'm getting in. I'm getting in. <laughs> no, you played very well the other day. I think you'd be in. Yeah. I, I think, think I considering think I'm knocking in. rust off the clubs, I think I'll be. Yeah. Give me another. I, 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 to be fair, from my game, that's why I'm glad I'm doing this, just to get it back again. Like yeah. I just don't play much, so you, it's like this is going to be good fun. You don't. You don't have time to knock rust off. I mean, you need to play a lot between now and Wednesday. Yeah, you know. Yeah, this. I basically need to do what Tiger did with that putter in, but fast forward yeah. that into just <laughs> we, 48 hours. <laughs> we, need, we need to arrive in Arizona and be like, wow, that's got that some putter's got a wear mark in it. I want to be able to turn up a driving range and like them to be whispering behind the couch. Said, yeah, it's been here for two days, man. He hasn't slept. It's like 4,000 balls. He said, <laughs> he turned up with no clubs. He said, build me some new ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Telling, hitting Kenny Perry bombs. It, not even hitting any shots, just visualizing. Yeah. Just visualizing. Yeah. Them that Still on there just listening to Bob Rattella audiobook. Yeah. I think we're going to do all right, you know. I, I think we'll do all right. I'm going, to make a, I'm going to make a super, super bold prediction. Okay. Are you ready for this? Straight down the camera. This is an exclusive, and I'm I'm pretty confident. Me and Trotty, we are not going to finish last. Oh God! I thought it was going to be. <laughs> oh, that was so <laughs> disappointing. I thought it was going to be much bigger than that. P, I think we'll be fine. When we get into it and we get going, it's better ball. We'll be fine, mate. Yeah, but we we tried this the other day. No, nah, we'll be fine. We'll be in. We'll be in the moment. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Okay. We'll be fine. Come on, my man. <laughs> keep keep telling yourselves that. Um, you, know, you, know, you know what actually happened the other day? We played better ball. and Yeah, we didn't it, play very good. It was me and Trotty against Aaron and I, Piers. Um, and it was kind of like... And Mac. Mac was there. And Mac, yeah. And Mac, yeah. Oh, this is a go two. Yeah, three games, two. Because yeah. we thought we'd but it test was, ourselves. It was early, though. It was early. But it was like... I, I tried to get... I basically tried to inspire... Try. Oh, and we, uh, I, I teed off, you know, waxed it pretty much on the green. Apart <laughs> four. Not a problem. After I did it in iron, because yeah, I said I'm too stiff to hit the wood here, boys. I mean, it was early. It was early. Trot is it in iron down there. And he's, <laughs> he's setting up for this pitch shot. And I'm like, I'm like, right, what can I do to inspire him? What can I do to put him in the zone? I'm like, just just imagine a few days from now, Trotty, there's going to be thousands of people around here. Hit this pitch shot like we're going to win I had, the I had a nice image before he started on all this as well. <laughs> Fats it, about <laughs> 10 yards in front of him. Cheers, Pete. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's, this is a, this is a, a bad omen. Nah, we'll be, I think it will be fine. We'll have a laugh. We'll uh, enjoy it, see how it goes. But the most important thing is we do have a laugh. You can't, oh, we'll have a laugh, you can't yeah. take this too seriously. 
You can't get angry. You just got to let it go. You got to relax. It's YouTube golf at the end of the day. I've got to get better at this. Well, no, it's not because it's been. It's, it's on the actual TV, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's on, on actual so. TV. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, so they're doing like proper, proper like but broadcast. We'll only get we? on the broadcasting stuff if we do it. If we're on the TV, we're doing well. That means we're playing well. We're doing, so that's a great thing. We're doing well or doing really badly. Like just one of the two. No, we'll be. We ain't gonna be doing. Bad. And let's head over to the eighth tee where uh, Finch and Trot hit another spectator. <laughs> <laughs> Finch and Trot are actually asking for balls from this, the crowd because they've is run out. The uh, fourth visit of the air ambulance here to grass clippings. <laughs> um, I think you guys will be fine off the tee. You're not a problem. You hit your three wood and your driver very, very well the other day. And Peter Finch likes his driver at the moment, so I'm happy there. We're an absolute menace off the tee. You're gonna be. You're gonna be dangerous off the tee. Not so good on the putting. So, do you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to add something here, Pete. I took you said that last night when I saw you, and I took that to heart. So this morning, I can can confirm this is true. At twenty to seven, I was on the putting green this morning. Mama, putting and a wear mark in the putter at twenty to seven this so morning. Were you actually? I hundred yeah. percent was on the putting green, and this I morning. did that. No, I was just like, I can't be calibrated, can I, if you're saying that? Like, usually my putting is my strength, so I was like, I'm going to yeah, go you some put shamed him. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how dare you well, say that? It's a, put it in context, we're filming for Trotty's channel. Do you think you putted well? No, not well, there you all. go. No. All I said, That's true. All, all I said That's was, why I was on the putting group. Yeah, and I've seen yeah. Pete putt a and, lot. And, and, and by the way, like, trash talking, we filmed today. Would we say that I putted badly today? No, we wouldn't. I put it very well today. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, you're right. I take right. out. To be fair. Right. No, you did actually. You Probably did. For most of the round, I was under par, so yeah. like I put it well. Your approach play was much better today, though. To be fair, if we hold putts, if we hold putts, there's a chance. You got. You you lot a problem. I think people. I think the world of YouTube golf is not prepared for for you two. If we hold putts, we got a chance. If, if we hold pots, we're not prepared for that. No. Yeah, then, then we'll be like, hang on a minute, this camera crew turned up. What's happening here, mate? We'll be looking at each other like, what, what's happening? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it would be hilarious if all of the crowds, you know, there'll be crowds out and you go out on the first and the second. And eventually people are like, this, this lot don't deserve to be here. The crowd just like starts to slowly dissipate. And by the time you get to about the ninth, you're like, what the bloody hell is everyone? Nah, we, we are going to be primetime viewing. You got a good tea time. We, we're going to be out there, and like Grant and Garrett are going to be teeing off, and they're like, "Where's uh, where's everyone? Where's where everyone? everyone? Yeah, they've all followed why, them. Why, why is everyone? <laughs> why is everyone out there ahead? Of, why? Why is there five thousand people around that one hole? Why are they? Why are there five thousand people watching these elderly northerners? Why? Why, <laughs> why are they tossing Chris Trot into the air? <laughs> Like he's a conquering hero. Because he's so little. Where's he gone? He's disappeared into those waterproofs. <laughs> <laughs> Pete's put him back in his pocket. What's happening oh here? God, he's inside that regatta jacket over there. Uh, I think I find it's Fort Joy, actually. Oh, sorry, yeah. yeah that's regatta. Right. Wow, you won't catch me wearing regatta. God, Lauren will have a word to say about that. Hmm? Lauren would have a word to say about that. Oh, is she a big regatta girl? She used to work there. Uh, used to. Yeah. Not anymore. Did pair enough. Now, now I get free Kit Kats instead of jackets. Nice. Which, by the way, I think is a big win. Much better. Much better. I'll take Kit Kats over raincoats any day of the week. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't we all? Yeah. Um, now, who do you think your biggest competition is? The whole field. <laughs> Who's our biggest? I don't know. I mean, realistically, I think if we finish, 
I don't know who's our big. Probably we are our own biggest competition. Pair oh, of headcases. Yeah, just that's probably that. who's our so biggest competition. I was just about to say that. It's the we most could, if we're out, thing to yeah, say. if we're out of our own head, then we can win it. And if we're in our own head, then we could easily have a shocker. So we're our biggest competition. I, to be honest, but I, mean, I don't want to sound too negative. <laughs> no, well, don't say it then. <laughs> but I, this podcast, this is literally what it's about: saying things. Yeah, but. <laughs> I don't honestly think that we're going to win it. I don't. I think there's a lot of really good players in there. I don't think we're in the form of our lives. Far from it. I think we've got our lives. That's about it. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is with any event, with any competition that anybody enters and with any sporting arena, okay, there's always a chance. Oh, God, I love it. You know what I mean? If you put yourself forward, if you put your neck on the line, if you put your feet on that starting line, there's always a chance that you could come out on top. There's always a a fool's hope that you might be able to raise your game to the occasion. They're going to make a film about this. Mm. They are. I mean, we're going to make one. (laughs) Is this going to be be on YouTube at some point? It's going to be a Netflix documentary. Who would play you, Pete? Sorry? Who would play you? Um, God. Let me think, done him. Hmm? We've done him. Who, who, you, you've, you lost. You don't know. I yeah. don't know. But to be honest, I don't really know the names of that many actors. Okay. I, I'd I like would go. I would go. Leonardo. Uh, Leonardo. I would oh have said that God, myself. So <laughs> <laughs> My head was there, to be honest. I'd have gone Elijah Wood. I'll give you Elijah Wood. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what? I can actually see it. Can't you? I can actually see it. There you go. Can I be a McCallum? You can't. Oh, that's a shame. You, uh, you could be Bernard Hill. I don't know, but it's Bernard Hill. King Theoden. Oh. No, even he's a bit old for me. Mm, you old? Yeah, I know. I'm not that. I'm not King Theoden old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Have you seen Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's all. That's the next question. Yeah. I've ticked that off. That's on. <laughs> that was on the plan. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well, you know what? I think we've uh, we've chatted on for a long time there. Okay. Haven't we? How, how long have we got on for there? Go on. Talk to us. How long are we on? One minute twenty four. Twenty four seconds. One minute twenty four or one hour twenty four. Yeah. One one hour. Uh, no, one minute. So we, we've had quite a long day, and Sam over there is steeroggling. He is. Fried. Yeah. He is fried. Um, about go, we, we played eighteen holes today. About nine holes in, he goes, "I need to go to bed." And I mean, then he I woke sun- up at four o'clock in the morning. And then he got sunstroke. See, this is the thing. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm kids. Employed, they can't I'm employed, keep employed up, kids. mate. Yeah, I know you they know can't I mean? keep up. You look fresh as a daisy, mate. I'm ready to go again. <laughs> <laughs> Good, because we're going for a run after this. You know what I mean? Uh, get no, I'm not. Get me in the desert open right now. I take all of them. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna, do it. you're gonna batter it. So the thing is, with I, me in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I like you. This might be a bit sweaty, you know. You know, this might actually shock you, Chris. I'm not like I. I wouldn't class myself as a sprinter. You know, I'm yeah. not. I'm not the most like energetic person all the time. I've got staying power. You know what I mean? Oh, God. I am. I'm a grinder. <laughs> you know what I mean? We'll we'll be there, mate. We'll be there. We, we we'll need to there. just outlast everyone for 14 holes. We right, can. So look down this camera here and say we're going to win it. We've already said we're not. Yeah, I know. So. <laughs> We're not, not going to lie. Sorry, sorry. Now social. you want us to lie on that. <laughs> sorry, social media team. I tried really hard. We're not going to. We're not going to lie to people. All right. We don't. We don't want to give people false hope. 
You just talked about how there's always hope. I do think we can get in the mix. You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can get in the mix. Okay. Okay, speaking of getting in the mix, we're going to play a new game. We're not doing guest of player because obviously not everyone's here. And you quite like the idea of guest I, of player, I love guest of player, yeah. Um, but we're going to do a slightly different game called Tenable. Have you seen Tenable before? Um, is that a squid game? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's not. Um, it's basically you're going to name 10 of something. Oh, can it be uh, fruit? Okay, good. Yeah, we'll try. Right, right. <laughs> right, sir, sir. <laughs> right, okay, just to warm up, we're going to name 10 fruits between us. Right, you two. Okay. 10 fruits. I want I want one. You take turns. Peter okay. Finch, go first. A banana. Good. Apple. Good. Pineapple. Good. Kiwi. Hold on. Producer Sam. Oh, you're counting. Oh, okay. right, okay. yeah, Kiwi, good. I thought you had a. I thought. Oh, sorry, banana's actually a seed. <laughs> uh, an orange. Strawberry. Good. Oh, it's. Is a strawberry fruit. Yeah. Well, um, what else would it be? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, a blackberry. Good. Grapes. Yeah. Grape. Uh, what kind of grape? grape. A grape. Okay. <laughs> a grape. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just one grape. Cool. Behave yourself. This a, is it. Box um, it off now. A, a dragon fruit. Uh, exotic way to win. Yeah, Excellent work. Okay, so you know how the game works. Yeah, okay. Okay, so this this category slightly more difficult. Okay. I want the last 10 UK and Ireland golfers to win the Open. The deal is the last 10, like in order or UK and uh, Ireland. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't have to put them in order, sure. You don't have to put them in order. Okay. But I'll it, this will, this could be tricky. Between the two of you, you can do this. Your golfing knowledge is deep. So I want the last 10 UK and Ireland golfers to win the Open. And I don't know how far we're going to get with this. Okay, go on. Go. Peter Finch, start. Uh, Lowry. Shane Lowry, correct. Faldo. Nick Faldo, correct. Oh, so it doesn't have to be in order? No, so it doesn't have to be in order. All right. <laughs> it's going to be but easy. I'm glad you think it's going to be easy. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be easy. Uh, Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy, correct. Clarky. Darren Clark. Correct. Sa Sandy Lyle. Sandy Lyle, correct. That's good, Pete. Thank you. So you've got one, Lowry, two, McElroy, three, Clark. Five, uh, six, Faldo, seven, Sandy Lyle. We're playing as a team, aren't we? Oh, yeah, yeah you're together. Okay. You, you talked about him a second ago, about his driver. Miles Tunnicliffe. <laughs> Harrington. <laughs> Cheers, Four, Podrick Harrington. Four, we've got more than four. Yes. Oh, he's he's yeah, number like four on the list, though. Yeah. He's number right. four. We I need to go back in time here, mate. You do. I, I was going to say, is this from like, is this the last... Tony Jacklin. Ten. Tony Jacklin, seven. No, actually, eight. Right, okay. We need to go back even further. Is that Kieran sent me this, so if there aren't ten uh, here, I'm going to murder him in his Paul. sleep. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Was nine, James ten. Braid? Uh, uh, before that, Paul Laurie. Paul Laurie, oh, correct. So you've Morgan. now got Lowry, McElroy, Clark, Harrington, Laurie, Old Tom Faldo. Morris, <laughs> <laughs> Old Tom Morris, Lyle, Jacqueline. You're missing nine and ten. One of the Old Tom Morris and all that crew. They won it, didn't well, they? Well, not the last ten. Oh, okay, okay, okay. See, you, you're going way too far. Yeah, back. yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, 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 yeah. So, so who I'm was who was eight? So that would be the one before that. 
Uh, yeah, Jacqueline was eight. So Jacqueline's the oldest one you have. You need two older than that. Mm. Interesting. Mm -mm. Jacqueline's the oldest one. We need two older than Jacqueline. Yeah. English guys. UK and Ireland. UK and Ireland. Um, mm. Now this is getting a little bit Did tricky. Brian Barnes win it? No. No, did Eamon Darcy win it? No. I know he didn't. Got a great swing though. Wow, that was a hell of a technique. I will I will give you the year. Would you like the year? Yeah, go for it. 1951. Mm. Oh, <laughs> okay. It's a little no bit chance. back a little yeah, bit no back chance. in time then though. No chance. Mm. Give us his initials. No. N He's English. N O. He won uh. it at I believe he I just check my stats here. Wow. Yeah, you won't get it. No, I don't think we're getting that. 51, we're not getting that. Just give us initials. We'll get it. M.F. Uh, Max Faulkner. Correct. Great effort. Excellent work. Um, so you have nine. You need 10. So this is going to be before Max Faulkner. Um, if he gets it. I don't, I don't see it. Give us the year. Oh, good Lord. Um, he's won it three times. Of course he has. He's a legend. You know it is. No, not a clue. But I'm just, <laughs> uh, I just got to hope for a year. <laughs> um, so, 48, 1948. Love that. 1937 and 1934, which is weird because there's a lot of gaps there. Did they make the film about him, the yeah, greatest game ever played or whatever? Was that with the fighting in the war? I don't think so. Unfortunately. Yeah, you had the war to contend with. Mm -hmm. uh, took, a, took a break from golf. Go and, go and just save the world. Yeah, I must admit, this is a bit of a... Uh, There's a bit of a, a so, gap in my history knowledge, really. Um, so this is... I'm after, out. I'm no use to you. So this is after, like, the James Braids and all the rest of it. Um, hmm. Can I have the initials again? I'll tell you this. He's been knighted. Oh, good for him. That wasn't the question he asked. No. What H are the initials, yeah? H.C. Henry Cotton. That is correct. Yeah. Very good. Great yeah, work. Yeah. Flaming heck. We needed. We should have got that, to be fair. Yeah, you lot of let, you, you let yourselves down. You, you should have got Henry down. Cotton, yeah. Like, it's been a long few days. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's been a long few days. You're I feel like we should have got Henry Cotton, but yeah, fair dues. Reaching back into my brain to pull Henry Cotton out. Like, that's Sir not Henry Cotton. Happen. Sir Henry Sir, Cotton. Yeah, give him, his, give him his dues. Give him his dues. He's a knight of the realm. Was a knight of the realm. Yeah. He he, I mean, he snuffed it now. Yeah, he's, he's not knocking about anymore. Goes, goes on his gravestone, though. Surely. Surely. We still. Know. We should still. You know. We should still respect him. Might have been cremated. Somewhere know. it says Sir Henry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you where it says it on the bloody claret jug, son. Yeah. Three times. Three times. Yeah. That's true. I have inspected that trophy very vigorously as well. <laughs> I should have remembered that. Um, I, and I, I did give it a little like little lick. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. That's really inappropriate. <laughs> I did. Lots of people have drunk out of it. I know. It's weird. I did, I did really, by the way. <laughs> I would have got away with it. <laughs> did he give me the silver medal for a bit though? That was a bit weird. Oh yeah, they just handed it to him and walked yeah. off. Have I told you this? No. First time I was doing the open broadcast. Yeah. They had the like the claret drug then, the silver medal that's awarded to the lowest amateur every year. Um, and we're doing a bit to camera, and they gave me the silver medal. Just left. So I had, it in my, I had it in my pocket. And by the way, this is on the final day. 
So it was like someone's about it, to win it. It was required. Yeah, he was required. Just and thing. I'm like going around to everyone. I said, guys, I've got I I've got the silver medal. I need to give this to someone. Can somebody take <laughs> this off me? <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to lose it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want it to feel like a Jules Rimet. Like, where's the silver medal? Nobody knows. <laughs> it's just got it. <laughs> anyway, I got, I got it back to me. Sorry. Um, speaking of names on trophies, on Wednesday night, they will be putting two names onto a trophy in the desert. And those names will be... Brian Bros. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. God, do it again. Sorry. sorry, 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 sorry. Do it again. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Uh, speaking of names on <laughs> <laughs> speaking of names on trophies they will be putting two names on a trophy in the desert on Wednesday night and those names will be <laughs> Garrett Clark <laughs> See, I, I wasn't going to say anything um, I think you can I think you can win it you need confidence you need to roll some putts and you, you're going to do it I was saying this is the thing I was saying this to Trotty like we don't need false confidence we know enough of, see We've we've seen more. got a couple of battle scars, haven't yeah, we? We've seen more of life. Use than your these experience. Kids. Get in the heads of these young lot. Do them. Do them. I mean, I'm do ready them. to walk through walls with Let's after that it. little speech. <laughs> 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 yeah, we'll fight him on the beaches. Yeah, exactly. Here we go. <laughs> Are you gonna? Have you got any like uh, GB Euro colours? Are you getting into that? Oh we my god, we that? should have sorted oh, out uniforms. We missed that one big time. I mean, we've still got a few days. I'm sure we can find something. John uh, Daly esque. I want to see. Oh. It. I've got some Euro shoes. I might have to rock the Euro. I have shoes. got the best idea. Right. Okay. <laughs> Imagine this. Right. Imagine this. So we can get like we can get some red, white, and blue stuff. I mind that won't translate well because obviously red, white, and blue are over here as well. It's got to be the euro, yeah, hasn't it? Got to be the blue yeah, and the yellow, blue and, and yellow, or you can even go in Union Jack yeah, if you're full Union Jack if you're taking it that deep. Okay, here's the idea. Right. So you may know this, but when I did the Whoop Shot of Glory, when I won um, second place, I got to give money to a local animal shelter. Okay. What if? We go there just to have a look around and say hello, you know, after we donate the money. But we say, you know, would you be able to lend us, maybe just for an evening, two bulldogs? <laughs> <laughs> it's not WWF wrestling. We'd be having us turn up with leotards in a bit. It's theme so, music. Yeah. And then we could turn up, we could put the Union Jacks on the Bulldogs as well. <laughs> Churchills. Yeah, yeah. And we could like take some. And then I do love it. It's uh, a great idea. We could take you some should thermoses. 100%. And you know tea. what? You guarantee yourself a lot of airtime if you're both wearing Union Jack golf colours. With Bulldogs walking around after the golf clubs. You know yeah. what? I'm, I'm willing to. Can you turn up in an Aston Martin? Do we know anyone who's got an Aston Martin? Uh, no, I I'm not sure grass clippings would be overly happy with rolling onto the tee. You know what they would be okay with, though? Bill's hiring a brass band to play behind oh, us. That's such a good idea. Okay, a colliery band. We, oh, the no. dogs is bagpipes. a good idea. Maybe we've got to talk about this. What can we do down the British theme? I think bagpipes is a good chance. Okay, so you'll have to watch the video. You'll have to watch the broadcast. These two will either be turning up completely <laughs> decked out in Team GB regalia, or they won't. We should get kilts. Okay, on kilts, we're going to end You're the from podcast. England, are you? You're not Scottish. <laughs> we're going to Scotsman now. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast, Troy. You're an absolute legend. Cheers, boys. I'm Thanks sure, for I'm sure people are fascinated by the, the work that you do, um, and we're looking forward to you both mm. winning it in the desert. Sounds okay. like we're going in kilts. Yep, with dogs. 
Let's do it. Bye, everyone. <laughs> bye. See you later. Bye, bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 